Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. So today, it dropped on my desk. Relationships are hard. Relationships are hard. And I said, well, I was thinking about relationships. I'm always thinking about relationships. And I was thinking about there's so many types of relationships, as you know, as well as I know. But when this um, came to my desk, this person was actually um, talking about relationships between a man and a woman as far as dating and getting together and staying together and how it's difficult and it's challenging. And I would totally concur because in my mind, it's like, how do you go from I meet you, I shake your hand, we exchange numbers, we we talk to midnight, we talking all the, all day, texting backwards and forth and everything, and then um, making out, kissing, whatever it is that you do, having intimacy, if you will, and then get to a point of, I hate you, I wish you would die, why are you in my life, get out of here, get away, and it, it's just a matter of time, it seems, that it turns out like that for a lot of people. And so, what is the hard part about it? How does it become so difficult? Why is it such a challenge to be in relationships? To be in a relationship such as one that you have harmony with a person and you gel together you know, I know for marriage, and that's a big step, right? So we just took a whole big leap to marriage. It says do not enter it into it lightly, right? And I feel like in our society now, it's like you can get married and it really has no weight. Then you have people who prefer not to marry because it is this contract that you make with somebody and Yes, it's a part of a civil contract, but it's also a spiritual contract, right? It's a moral contract that you make with somebody that you will abide by a particular way of living now. And you have people who get into relationships. And again, you can have people that agree, right? You can agree to be monogamous. You can agree not to be monogamous. You got swingers. You got all kinds of stuff going on out here. Um... But for me, I think the difficulty comes when you're not like-minded, when something has shifted and something has changed and no one has gotten back to the table to renegotiate what the do's and don'ts are. And again, when we think about why is it so hard, because you have these people who, and we were to- and we end up talking about it, but you have people who no longer can trust. And you it's just a facade for most people in relationships. And they're just going through the motions. And it's not really love. And it's not really like. It's not really those things that would allow a relationship to be um, non-confrontational. Non, you know, not difficult, if you will. Not challenging. And again, challenges will come. But if there's two people in a relationship, I would think that they're together dealing with those challenges as opposed to each one of them being a challenge for the other person. And so why are they hard? Why 
is it difficult? Why is it challenging? Is the question of the day. When you talk about a relationship with somebody of with intimacy, with love, with, um, again, trust. I talked about um, money the other day. That was the um, most recent podcast I did. And I didn't think that I would get a lot of listeners just because I titled it, Let's Talk About Money, right? And because that's one of the biggest problems that relationships face too, because women are taught a certain thing about it, men are taught a certain thing, and society has changed it totally, completely, whereas no one has to render anything, and it's, it's, everybody is Dutch now, and <laughs> um, you take care of you and I take care of me, but in that particular era and time, men did step up to the plate and care for women and take care of women. Um, another thing, and women were allowed to be taken care of without feeling that they were taking advantage or something like that, or they were um, selling themselves short, or that they were um, prostituting themselves um, in regards to being with a man. And so a lot of that has changed, and so you have all these people in defense mechanisms just to, but yet and still they're in a relationship that requires intimacy. If you title in it, this the relationship that is entitled intimacy, which is beyond more than sexual action, but it's about being transparent and allowing a person to know who you are and um, being safe, if you will, with another individual. And I find it ludicrous because how can you be intimate with somebody or say that you're intimate with somebody in any fashion and not feel safe and not be secure and feel like you're always on edge and that you got to cover yourself or you have to hide something. And it's vice versa, whether it be men or women. And so that's one of the ways where a challenge comes in because you're with somebody who you aren't totally comfortable with being who you are and so you're in a relationship but it's kind of like a fraudulent relationship if that makes sense and then I think about um people make decisions to add to these relationships whether it be their family and their friends or having children and then people get invested in seeing people together they get invested in these children they get invested And then you walk away and it's like, get over it. And you're supposed to just hurry up and get over it because it's just life. And that's what happens. But you have people who actually feel like they are deserving of more. Because, again, even when I speak of these situations, it's not all of anything. And I'm sure you have people who are willing to love completely and to, to be transparent and to open themselves up and to give everything that they have and um, expect that too. And then you have people who are, um, again, just going through the motions. And it's frightening, you know, because again, we see these stories. We see how people have been married 30 and 40 years and decide no more. I don't want to do this anymore. You have men who have and women and I'm sorry I don't want to beat up on men 
um, unfortunately, it's more of them <laughs> that do um, certain things. And I don't want to beat up on you guys. And I'm sorry if I, if y'all feel that way. But you do have um, men who they change their minds. They're not committed. They're not dedicated. Even though they went along with it for a while, they choose to do something else. And then you leave women with children. You leave women with debt. You leave women that have invested and you've been faithful and you leave them and move on to the next woman. And then that's a big thing too, that women, you know, we, we kind of like hurt each other and men have a tendency to play on that, knowing that women will do that. I heard someone say like, you know, you can't cheat unless you have somebody to cheat with. And so when we have people who don't have a moral compass or who don't respect relationships or don't respect marriages, you know, that gives a person who is willing to step out of their relationship um, an opportunity to hurt somebody. And why would you want to be a part of that? You understand what I'm saying? And I get it. Love finds itself, whatever. It's not your fault. She should have been able to keep him. He should have been able to keep her, whatever. I even heard somebody say, well, if they leave, they wasn't yours in the first place. And in my mind, it just comes to a place of season, reason, lifetime. And we don't know. You know, I personally am a person of love. I love it. I think it's beautiful. I think relationships are beautiful. They're darling when it works, right? And when you have the right people to work it. Um, But I also have learned that meeting somebody and dating somebody and even having a level of intimacy with somebody does not mean that it's going to forever be that person. And the fact that, you know, people don't really know what love is and they don't really know how to love and how to care and the fact that we're all trying to figure this out in a way and I do admire people who are able to stay committed and able to go through the challenges together and to wake up every morning and to go to bed every night and to do it all over again and to stay faithful that's admirable you know, but that is not the um, most, which is unfortunate. It's just not the most because you have so many things out here luring people to do other things. And the fact of the matter is, again, that person is never together and have already had a bad idea of what a relationship is, then they can't help but to duplicate that. And you can't any longer in my mind, like, and this is for Kim, like, you can't be mad at that person because they just did not know, or they opted not to learn, or they opted to do what they did, and it shouldn't ever stop you from, again, inspiring the love, because if you're a person who loves, and you're a person who is faithful, and you're a person who is honest, and you're a person who's true, you're not the only person that exists as such, and so there's someone else in this world that exists as you would and hopefully you two would meet each other and decide that you want to have a relationship together but ultimately it's about finding harmony with somebody and love it's not um with the soulmate thing because even in having a soulmate it doesn't mean that you have to have a quote-unquote relationship with them as far as a man and woman boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing um 
but you can have people that are like-minded and that you 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 get something from and it inspires you to be a better person. And you have a lot of women I know of some who are single now and not out of choice, if you will, but because there is there there's no one compatible to them. There's no one who appreciates them, no one who sees their beauty, no one who um aspires or respects who they are as women. And the fact of the matter is that what has been told to single women now that they have to settle for the most part to take anything, you know, and to get anything. And people are playing on that desperation. They are playing on that level of neediness, you know, and therefore then they get in a relationship with somebody who has fabricated some stuff and then that's only for a few months and then they move on to the next victim, if you will, and that's what happens. Women become victims and so on, even men. I think, too, men are different in a sense where you hurt them one time, that's it. So a lot of women are getting men who've been hurt one time, fell in love one time, was hurt one time, and then that was it. I had a guy um, tell me about um, he was in a situation that he was with a girl and the girl was with him and but her boyfriend had called on the phone and the boyfriend she was just talking to the boyfriend as if everything was fine or whatever and he saw this play out and so at that moment he is now for the rest of his life knowing that he can't trust women because a woman stood there and pretended while she was on the phone with her boyfriend and she was with another man and that just took one time for him and so when you think about these um when you think about these instances that happen in people's lives that change them forever and then that's how they ended up in relationships that's how they end up being with people and hurting people and i don't think that some people do it purposely whether male or female i think again it's a behavioral thing something that they picked up something that happened to their lives so it's hard and it's difficult because it's complicated it's really complicated and the only resolve i have to eliminate the complication is for the person, individual, whether male or female, to do their own personal assessment of their lives and who they are and um, what they bring to the table, what they're willing to give, what they're not willing to give, what they're willing to accept, what they're not willing to accept, and then stick to that and, and, and own that and be okay with that. Because another thing that I learned, and this is especially for um, women of faith or whatever, that we have this, we, we, we walk around and we say, oh, I love Jesus, I love God, I'm in the church, and blah, blah, blah. We, we go through all of that, and then you lay with a man, and then you want him to respect your virtue. And they're looking at you like that's not virtuous because for some reason you feel like you can't hold out and you, you know, you can't wait and you, and they don't respect that. And, and, and it's funny because men that's in the faith that they can sleep around and they can do all of this stuff with different women or whatever, and they're still okay. But women who do it is not respected. And that's whether they're in the faith or not. And that's just... It, it is a double standard, and it will always be a double standard. And we, 
as women can't change that double standard. And so, you know, when we ask for a level of virtue or being committed to something, you know, we have to be committed to ourselves first before anybody will attempt to be committed to us. But then the unfortunate thing right now, commitment is, is, is it doesn't exist as it used to. It really doesn't exist as it used to. And so our hope for relationships, you know what I'm saying, to come back together, you have to find people, male, female, who are willing to be committed to what relationships mean. What does that mean? If it's monogamy, then it's monogamy. If it's waiting, then it's waiting. If it's, you know, marriage, then it's marriage, then whatever it is, and ride that commitment out. And then again, being safeguarded for one another, you both safeguarding one another. Because again, there's so many things that's coming up against relationships. We know this throughout history, whether it's been the family, breaking the family apart, and it's not exclusive to any race. You know what I'm saying? It's not exclusive. Because breaking the family apart or breaking anything up that is good or is attempting to be good or to do it right is, is, is somebody's job. And so when you're in a relationship that, and it's you and that person, that's ultimately what matters. I think another part of it is, is trying to keep up with other people and comparing yourself to other relationships and what they doing and how they doing and everything, but everybody is not the same. And you you shouldn't want your relationship to be the same. And then being confident in what you have. And a lot of times women do have levels of insecurities. Men do too, but they just kind of like, in my opinion, they, they deal with their insecurities different than women deal with their insecurities. And the one thing that I have learned throughout life, it doesn't matter how long people been married. It doesn't matter how old a woman, man is or whatever. Like they are still, um, they still have insecurities and they still are, um, touchy, if you will, about their relationships and their marriages and their men because they know they men and they know men and they know that at any moment and we are, we're fallen people. So at any moment, if you don't have commitment and you don't have integrity and you don't have faithfulness and that's a personal thing, then you can fall. You can fall and people cheat because they want to cheat. People leave because they want to leave. And the fact of the matter is you can be that person that does everything and anything. And they still will leave because they want to. And it's not your fault that somebody decides not to stay. It's not your fault that somebody decides to go in with somebody else. Like, you can't control that. And another thing that we were talking about, um, that sex now has become just sex. And it's like, no, it shouldn't be just sex. It shouldn't be, it doesn't matter who you lay down with or who lays down with you or who you're intimate with in that way because it's your body and that's whether male or female and I get men are different they're wired different than women and so therefore they feel that they can do things and not pick up something and take away something whether it be tangible or spiritual 
But a lot of the things that people are going through in relationship-wise is because they've had these intimate moments with people and they just brushed it off as if it was nothing and it has attached themselves to them and they haven't yet been able to be released from it. And so those are just um, some of my thoughts. I think that most of this stuff is really in-depth, it's deep, you know, um, is most of the conversation that we do have. And I'm just, this is just the surface of it. Those are some points about relationships and why they're so hard and why they're challenging, why they are difficult, difficulties. And so for you and your relationship, you know, I, I'm a strong proponent in it. I think it's good. You know, it says two, two are better than one. God said it's not good that man should be alone. So he gave him a woman, you know. And so there are some reasonings and justifications. But again, if you are single, I would say, you know, trust in your singleness and enjoy singleness. Because when it is time to, you know, join with somebody, that it changes the dynamics of your personal life. It changes, You have to give up some stuff that you may not be willing to give up. You have to share some things that you may not will it be willing to share. You have to accept some things and embrace some things that you may not be ready to embrace. And so those are some real factors, some real things to considerations other than he cute or she cute and I just want to be in a relationship and I'm tired of being alone. You understand what I mean? And I think that we don't take our time anymore. I mean, we have so many ways now to meet people um, and you don't know who you're meeting. And again, I'm a firm believer you don't know anybody. And I will say this, that I met um, my dad after 30 something years and when I met him, he had uh, he had this picture that I had, but on the picture, he had a bow on the picture. And he gave me the bow, and he said that my mother had gave it to him. And he held this bow for 30-something years. And I would say to myself, I don't think that his wife knew that that bow was what that bow was and what it meant and what it represented. And I even know for sure in my own time of being in a relationship where I found things that I didn't even know existed. And so when you sit about and you watch movies, y'all see this stuff. We really don't know anybody or anything. And the fact of the matter is you want to still be able to love and trust and believe. And it's not to be scared of it. It's not to run from it. But it's to be aware that somebody could very well love you and care for you and still have secrets. Somebody may love and care for you and never want to harm you or do you any harm and still have secrets. And even in themselves, they're still wrestling with some stuff and um, some things that they need to work out and they need that space in order to do so. And so me personally, I am a big proponent of prayer. And so I do pray and I pray for relationships. I pray for people to find harmony and to find love and to find that person um, that they can be tranquil with. And at the end of the day, you know, we don't know how long it will last, but I encourage and I would like that however long it lasts, that it'd be safe and it'd be safeguarded and it'd be protected and it would be beautiful and it won't be hard. 
You know, I think that when you start questioning some things, then that's a problem, you know, and I don't know what those things are. Everybody has their own gut, you know, and sometimes you want to work it out the best way you can possibly work it out, but you can't force anybody to stay. You know, that's like, that's not love. That's actually holding people hostage. (laughs) And you don't want to be that person holding somebody hostage. And you don't want to be somebody being held hostage. You don't want somebody manipulating your mind or manipulating anything in order to keep you. Because again, that's not love. And ultimately, a lot of people are just looking for love. But then you have to define it and know what it is in order to be able to locate it and be able to identify when you see it. We talked we talked about in the last podcast, talked about, I think I did with that one, but talking about counterfeits. You have a lot of counterfeits out here. And so it's okay to wait. It's okay not to be in a relationship. And it's okay to be in a relationship and working stuff out. Because I, I have seen it where it looks really, really good. It looks really, really good from the outside. And it looks so good from the outside that you can kind of surmise that that's what it is on the inside when you see certain couples. And then you can see those couples that it's like, okay, I see y'all, y'all, y'all doing y'all best. <laughs> you know, good luck kind of thing. And we all trying to figure it out. So, yeah, it can be hard. It can be difficult and it can be challenging, but it can also be beautiful and it can also be great. You know, you can also, you can find love and it can just be everything. It could be your best friend. It could be your heart. It could be your your heartbeat. You know, it can be. And so I wish everybody that we may not all find it, but I guess if we make enough wishes, then a lot more will find it. So, relationships. <sighs> Why is it so hard? We'll, we, well, I hope we'll find out. All right. Good night. Be breezy. All right. Later. <laughs>